It's time for Always Learning with our friends from Barry and Risa. And we have, as always, Superintendent Eric Hopstock joining us. Hello, Eric. How are you? Hello, Johnny. I'm very good. How about yourself? I'm excited to talk with you, as always, every week about all the great things you guys do at uh, Barry and Risa. And you certainly uh, help uh, the school districts with so many different things uh, and, and teachers and administrators and so many different things. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Today is exciting for me because <clears throat> this is one of my passions is to talk about this thing that we call reading and in particular how we transition from learning how to talk to making sense of this printed page mm -hmm. and so that that becomes efficient and so that that becomes meaningful so that we ultimately read to learn and so today we have two individuals that are just taking deep dives into this, having a big impact in our county, and that's uh, Rebecca Crocker, who is the Director of Instructional Services, and Rebecca Miles, who is an early literacy consultant par excellence, and really is not only involved in our county, but has an impact across the state as well. So without, I, I want to give it to them. They, they're the ones that need to be talking about this, but just the science of reading in what we know about uh, transitioning that language into the written page. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, and I feel like I'm on an episode of uh, Roseanne because I have Becky one and Becky two. <laughs> <laughs> so one of you has to be Rebecca. So we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, so let's talk about this. How do children learn how to read? Children learn starting fundamentally with phonological processing, which is this awareness of sounds. They're particularly listening for and playing with sounds. And that makeup of awareness of words and the sounds that they're built into, built into phonics, which is mm -hmm. decoding the letters, right? We're breaking up those speech sounds, connecting them to letters, which leads to fully automatic reading. And that full auto automation of the reading of pick, picking the print off the page leads to highly connected integration of ideas across text and integrates their background knowledge and their vocabulary. So it's from speech to mm -hmm. print to the knowledge that they retain individually. Wow. That's so Johnny, interesting. Johnny, do you see why I brought her on? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I could not have said it the way that she can articulate it. So. No, oh. it, it's so interesting. And you know, I remember, I'm trying to remember back when I first started learning how to read and, you, you know, you broke it down so eloquently. Uh, so is reading, is it innate like like language or is it a skill that you, you kind of need to develop a little bit more? That's a, that's a misunderstanding that really has perpetuated across our country and through education systems and mm -hmm. educator prep programs. But we're born wired for speech every people group has their own language yeah. and when you're born you begin you begin communicating orally from the moment you're born right but reading however that's an in invention people have only been reading for about five thousand years and so that's not an innate skill it's a skill that must be taught using mm -hmm. a very systematic explicit approach our, our brains are pattern seeking machines so 40 percent of our students will they'll learn to read relatively easily without as long as they're in school in some sort of a program which can lead to some misunderstandings about how a child learns to read because it does seem so effortless but for but 60 percent of our students requires systematic explicit instruction in a structured literacy and language type of approach mm. why are reading skills so foundational uh when it comes to learning 
say, other subjects and other skills? Simply put, all organized education depends on the printed word to teach concepts. The majority of academic vocabulary is acquired implicitly through reading. So we can learn some concrete things through experiences, but those abstract concepts, how do you make those clear? And and discourse, that volley back and forth in conversation, that's those are ideas. They're not they're not concrete things that we can look at. And it requires a stronger vocabulary to get more um, defined in our our thinking and speaking to put our thoughts into words. That requires practicing reading text that where those academic language that lives within text. We don't speak that way. Mm. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about the science of reading. What is that? I'm going to read it straightforward, too, so okay. I don't miss a thing. I'm going to read it right from the Reading League's Science of Reading Defining Guide. So here's the definition. The science of reading is a vast interdisciplinary body of scientifically based research about reading and issues related to reading and writing. This research has been conducted over the last five decades across the world, and it is derived from thousands of studies connected in multiple languages. The science of reading has culminated into a preponderance of evidence to inform how proficient reading and writing develops and why some have difficulty and how we can most effectively assess and teach and therefore improve student outcomes through prevention of and intervention for reading difficulties. It's evidence. There's science. It's the research. It's not what we think. It's not what we believe. It's not what we like. It's not what we love. And unfortunately, it sometimes can be frustrating because science has the objective to prove itself wrong. Mm-hmm. So we may know something for a while. And when the research comes out, we have to be prepared to always shift so that our instruction is, is aligned and most likely to be impactful. So how, how is it different from other literacy strategies? So the science of reading isn't even a strategy. It's a, it's a, it's a way of ensuring that what we know related to current instruction is informed by science. So being clear that we're picking the most efficacious practices, practices and um, strategies. So there's a primary teaching scheme across our country that is called balanced literacy or whole language. And that relies on some strategies that's not evidence and informed. That would be three queuing systems. You may have heard of this. And some examples of those strategies are a student comes to a word they don't know. They're prompted to look at a picture to Mm -hmm. fill in the the word. They might be prompted to look at the first letter and make a informed guess. And they may be asked to skip a word and read to the rest of the sentence. Now, those are perfectly fine strategies for determining meaning. But not when we come to a word that we do not know, the word, the brain needs to do the mental gymnastics of running across letter to sound, sound to letter, Mm -hmm. and then it will create a visual, a memory trace in an area of the brain called the visual word form memory, a visual word form area. Mm. So you hear that science in there? It's called the orthographic map. It's not what we think. It's not what we've observed. It's what the science teaches us. 
We're always learning with our friends from Barry and Risa. And I, man, I'm learning so much about the science of reading right now. This is, this is fascinating. Uh, and, you know, I'm still in, in my mid-30s still learning about certain things when I come up to different words and using all kinds of different, uh, you know, tactics to, and strategies to, to make, it, make it work. And I got to use the science of reading and, and learn more about all this. Uh, so with, with uh, science of reading, uh, what has data really revealed uh, relative to science of reading? Well, it has revealed that across our country, we have not had practices in place that ensure all students learn to read. In Barbados, 96% of all other citizens are reading proficiently. Here in the United States, the 2022 NAEP data reported that 66% of our fourth graders were reading below proficient with no growth in scores recently. But there's a state that is doing that's beating the odds, and they call it the Mississippi miracle. But let's I think that to call it a miracle is insulting, right? They've got to work. There's no miracle involved in that. There's no miracle at play. It's strong training, specifically in the science of reading letters training, job embedded coaching. We're gonna train folks. We're gonna get in there and coach them up. And they've focused on an emphasis on phonics and the science of reading. So it's not just phonics. Let's be very clear about that. It's starting that word recognition level, language, syntax, Mm -hmm. semantics, training teachers up in the science, and then coaching them and aligning their curricular resources. That is what, and that state, they're calling a miracle. They moved from the second highest or worst performing state in 2013 to the 21st in 2022. So, wow. So with all this, how are Marion County schools embracing literacy instruction? I couldn't be more proud. (laughs) The best place to work in Southwest Michigan in rating is Marion County. We are killing it because our schools have embraced the learning long before it became popular. Uh, We got into the schools. We when we work with the schools, the first thing we ask is, who's your literacy lead? We have a network of over 20 fierce literacy leaders that have humbled themselves to learn new practices, to dig deep into the research, um, connect with researchers. You ask mm-hmm. them the name of a researcher, they can give that to you. And people are adjusting curriculums. They're putting intervention systems in place checking their assessment systems. Are they balanced? Are they nimble? Are they effective? It, it can't get better than what's happening in Berrien County. Now, seriously, that's awesome. Now, does the county have some other goals to support the work? And, and what is Berrien Risa doing to support schools in the process? Uh, I can speak to the superintendents came around three goals. And one of those is around reading. And in that superintendent's goals, they've lifted building teacher capacity around explicit and systematic instruction and foundational skills, a commonality in literacy standards, and the science of reading, ensuring that practices are evidence-based. That's awesome. So what is the role as an early literacy consultant? Oh, I get to do all the fun work, uh, helping, uh, really coaching all of that, coaching through the systems, coaching administrators, coaching teachers, Building up the coaches, sustainability lives at the school level and Bering Risa gets behind our schools, not in front of them. And we scale them up and then we differentiate the learning based on the curricular resource, the resources that their educators need. We live by DNA, the desires, needs, and ability of their systems, 
their educators, their print, their administrators, and their curricular resources, all aligning it to the science, coaching, learning, and loving alongside of them. That's what I get to do. And that's what I get to do, too. I get to learn about all the great things you guys do at Barry and Risa. So it's a, a, a definitely love doing this. Uh, Becky, uh, Eric, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I, I am the proud uh, director of this department. I, this passion that Rebecca is, is talking about today, she brings every day to not only our department, but to all of the schools that she gets to work with. It's not just her. It's the other consultants that are in the department. They're all at this level of passion. And so what I feel every day like it's a gift. She said the best place to work is in Berrien County. I cannot disagree with that. But I will also tell you that since we've set those countywide superintendent goals, they are hopping mm-hmm. busy. We have schools that never wanted to um, open their doors to us. Doors are wide open. Schools that maybe we were in one in one building. Now we're in all of their buildings. And so they're hopping busy. So we're lucky to have her for this 10 minutes right now. Yeah, that's great. Eric. Johnny, two things. I'm going to take the opportunity to say, read to your kids. Reason, no matter how well educated you are as a parent. Reading forces us to use language that we otherwise would not use. That exposes children to vocabulary and to concepts that they otherwise, they get a chance to hear it from an experienced reader. And number two, good readers, really good readers, word, word for word for word for word. That's been well proven. In other words, they don't skim, they don't skip. That is how efficient a good reader is. And that's our goal is to get everybody, no matter where you live in Berrien County, to that level of skill. That's awesome. If we want to learn about some of these great uh, programs uh, and instructional services and all the stuff you guys have, where's a good place for us to find that, Eric? BarryandResa.org. Type in reading and you'll be directed to all kinds of resources. Awesome. Well, Becky, Rebecca, Eric, thank you guys all for joining us. And uh, Eric, I'll talk to you again uh, here next week. See you next week. Thanks for having us, Johnny.